Uh, okay, let me ask the crowd. More of a booze crowd or more of a weed crowd? Make noise if you're a weed crowd. Make noise if you're booze. Oh. When was your last therapy session, sir? Tuesday? All right, just making sure your priorities are straight. Because if you're spending this much on booze, you better be spending it on some help too. <laughs> Isn't this a fun experience? Do you guys think you're at a comedy show or a TED talk, eh? Yeah, I know, right? I have this really, I don't know, something happened to me, you know what I mean? Like, I've been doing this for 12 years, and I promise you, I used to try so much harder. But it turns out most of the audiences I perform for are just depressed. And, <laughs> and all they want is for somebody to be like, aren't pencil And then we all go home after the show, and then we scroll on our phones until we pass out. And we wake up and have a breakfast and go to work and we gossip, right? Right? Isn't it weird what happened to life? I sound like an 80 year old when I say this, but like, I swear to you, life was better without internet and cell phones. No? It's right. Right. And everybody says it, but like, we're all going to go home and scroll. Right? Dang. It's about honesty tonight, all right? I'm not above you guys. I mean, I'm literally above you, but I'm not above you. You know, I'm gonna go home and scroll. What do you guys, oh, sick. <laughs> Took a second for me to catch on. That's the weed, see? What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Black Zeus. Welcome to another normal, regular, normal, regular episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. I got shorts on so I can see my knees in the camera monitor. This is episode 17 of season four. I am all over the place and in the corner, returning, making... His return to the ring after uh, a heavy, heavy crypto stock loss rolled right back into it with a multi-trillion dollar IPO, uh, lost it somehow, so fell into super depression, alcoholism, went to an eight-week long retreat where he got he got clean just for someone to give him 500 bucks to get back on his feet and him to buy dogecoin but he's here for you right now live from a jail cell because he sold the dogecoin on the black market via skype because they won't let him use zoom because it's chinese technology give it up for the return of 
Dante. Do, 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 do. Two. <laughs> what's going on? What's That's going on? sick. That was a good inside joke. <laughs> Nobody will know what's going on other than these two guys might be as high as this guy. Are they right? No one knows. Yes. What's going on, bro? How you living? I'm living well. Blessed and highly favored, you know. Let me get you I'm more in frame here. here. Oh. Let me get you. Let me see if I can fix you. No, whoa. Yeah, oh, wait. Oh, oh. This is live editing on live. Hey. It's not even editing. It's just live. Ladies and gentlemen, we're live. Pre-recorded, live. <laughs> <laughs> This is a mixture. Let's. What's Zeus on today? Mm. Let's take a guess. I I didn't tell. Oh, did I tell you what I did? Mm, a little bit. All right. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um. Well, then all the fun is gone from this game for me. He already knows that I just had some edibles today, just regular edibles, and then uh, shatter infused joint. Uh, it was a it was a store bought pre roll. I, I I like the pre-rolls I'm not normally fans of, but the guy at the store is like the manager swears by this. Mm. If I go for a pre-roll, I'm going for something infused because typically like, you know, store like the the cannabis mm. at the at the cannabis store is you fuck with you fuck with the legal cannabis as a fuck with you? Does it get you high? Yeah. Like do those, depending on the do those ten milligram drinks do anything? No. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Those. Why are we still at the point where you're treating us like babies? Sell, only sell... Like, this is in the, like this is not in America. Yeah. If there is an American listening to this right now, they're laughing. They're like, <laughs> they only sell 10... I don't even think this is all of Canada. I think it is. No, because Alberta is lawless with it, bro. They're like... Really? Yeah, they have their own... Like, I'm pretty sure it runs, like, independent stores out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah or independent LPs, and yeah. not necessarily all out of... In Ontario, the way it works is we have the OCS, Ontario yes. Cannabis Store. Yes. And so, like, every uh, grower, every legal grower, that, like, funnels through the government, essentially. Yeah. Which is how they, which is how they, mono- that's a monopoly, bro. Yeah, because it's the only store that these correct, stores can buy. Correct, correct. And that's how, <laughs> that's how liquor and booze operate in Ontario also. I don't know. That is because oh, in Ontario, yeah, nigga, right, yeah. you ain't gonna catch me in no technical. You thought I said Canada? No, I, I, I don't. Montreal, you gonna say? Because no, I gonna... don't know about the alcohol stuff. I thought it was you can still buy like American stuff or whatever. But I'm what does that sure. mean? Like American alcohol? Yeah, but no, I just mean that. Like what I just described for weed is the monopoly the government has had on alcohol forever. Oh, okay. It's like in Ontario, at least. Okay. There's two stores, and this is and this is literally. How much creativity our tax dollars buy us? <laughs> the store that you get beer from is called the Beer Store. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? And you know what sucks? Like that store's been around since I was a kid. Yeah, I think it. I think maybe it started in the eighties, seventies. I don't know how long it's been there, but I'm pretty sure that's how the government's been running booze. Probably. Um. How much, like, I want to know at the time, and given inflation and shit, given today's money, how much money they spent in, like, today's time to create that title. It was probably, like, a big deal. The government finally decides on the beer store. 
<laughs> and it was like all the other names. It's like fucking weird. It's like fucking Uncle Al's fucking beer emporium and yeah. uh, Uncle Trudeau's fucking liquor liquor boutique. <laughs> <laughs> I would kind of go to the liquor boutique, honestly, bro. Yeah, what kind that of sounds classy as shit. What? What kind of products? Like, what kind of stuff would you get at liquor beer? But like, oh, I guess liquor. But it's a boutique, so it can't just be beer. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Store. You know what? Maybe the taxpayer dollars went to something really good because it was probably a bunch of people being like, look, people are going to be pissed <laughs> if we just sit in this room for, for weeks because uh, that's the deadline. They probably gave them like weeks to like, look, we need a store name and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, they came up with a beer store, but they really had to sell it. <laughs> like, no, 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 wait, hear us out. We had the liquor boutique. It's like, that's great. Why don't you go with that? It's like, but then it's a boutique. It's like, you're trying to sell... Just trying to sell like schlub juice for Joe Schlub, like Joe Schlub. <laughs> You're trying to sell blue collar juice to the fine regular blue collar folks. Yeah, you, you, they're not gonna go to no boutique. No, no, no. That's too up with it. <laughs> you trying to turn me beer out of boutique, up with a bitch? I go, I go to the beer store. I go to the beer store. And what do you know what the LCBO stands for? Because the beer store does not sell liquor. The beer store sells beer and beer adjacent products. The LCBO sells liquor and beer for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, but it's all government run. Uh, I'm going. Let me take it. Let me take a guess. Let me take a guess. I'm guessing it's something generic. You just looked it up. Yeah. Liquor. Is it? That is the word. Yeah. LCBO liquor. Uh oh. Liquor, something, B-O, L-C-B-O. I feel like I knew this at some point. Well, first of all, people call it Lickbo. Yeah. So that's not real, though. That's just what the youth, <laughs> I'm so old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what it stands for? Uh, give me like 30 more seconds of s- struggle. L-C-B-O, so it's Liquor. <laughs> CBO I'm gonna feel dumb when you say it aren't I I don't know it's kind of hard yeah liquor connoisseur I'm out <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm no, so out no so I'll pull it up for you up right here too. <laughs> yo about, liquor control board of Ontario come on bro that is I do feel kind of dumb I just didn't think it would be so legal. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds so legal. It's the liquor it's the liquor control. I sound like I'm on liquor. It's the liquor Hey. Hey. It's the liquor control board of Ontario. Fuck you shit. I'm pretty good at that, no? (laughs) It's the hiccups that make it so much more authentic. It's almost like I I lived in Hamilton, Ontario for a long time. And I just, you just walk the streets. She's, hey. This is is straight up what happened to me one time. Uh, Hey. You're a nigger. You're a nigger. You know what happened is I called, I called that guy a nigger back. I'm like, you're a nigger, bro. 
And he was like, that's the day that I realized white people, like racist white people that are calling you nigger, they don't like to be called nigger. Yeah. Turns out it hurts them. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Turns out it hurts them. Turns out it hurts them. That's. Hey. That's not a word for me. That's a word for you. You got that nigger. You got that nigger. Hey, sir, you're a nigger too. Hey! How do you mean that words hurt? Talking about no words hurt. <laughs> Fucking Skeeter. Skeeter, now we got to pull off a shank. We got to shank us a negro. <laughs> Just do the rest of the podcast like this. So there, Dante, what you been up to since you've been away? Uh. What do you got, autism, nigga? What the fuck is going no, on right now? But what it's you funny pee? that you're doing this voice because <laughs> you know there's there's been a lot going on in the internet space. I don't even want to go into it because it's so like nonsensical. But yeah, there, there was this guy like he was like Sudanese, right? Okay, he goes on like this whole unhinged like rant. Yeah, he puts on the hood, <laughs> starts doing the voice and everything, just oh, all the slurs, no. you know, oh, hand yo. up, bro. He just started going off, bro. Yeah. So that's what you've been up to since you've been away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm just saying, like some other dude online, like this guy on a live stream, like just that's wild, wilding. Yo, here's one thing that you've been up to. I guess this is either a positive or negative influence I've had in your life. Mm-hmm. You went and got Zelda for the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> you got the new Zelda for the Switch. Um, I'm looking at the hour count in my save file now. And kind of having a little bit of regret. Mm. Not in terms of I haven't been enjoying it. Yeah. And also not in terms of I don't think I've missed anything. Because I'm I'm 95% of the time I played it in wind down time. Okay. When I've had a whole day. Yeah. And I've been in the sun or I've done stuff. You know, so I it's just there's other stuff I could be doing with mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Like it's wind down time, but it's like. I don't necessarily feel like I'm in a wind down part of my life. Yeah. So it's like conflicting with, not that I, but I also then have to remind myself, it's like, yo, wind down, nigga. Like, yes. You know what I mean? So it's like a whole range. Of, it's, a, I'm trapped in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> um, It's a lot. Do you yeah. feel like that? It's, it's a lot for me. Cause like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know any of these. Characters. Yeah. You never played breath of the wild. I play. I basically, I, did the first section and i stopped playing it so like i never like the first game yeah breath of the wild but even this one like i was saying before we started like there's so much i'm still learning the mechanic of like okay well you know fight this guy for three hits with this one weapon and finish him off with this other weapon so you don't lose the durability and like there's just so much to learn it's a lot it's so much um and actually it's even more overwhelming like if i didn't have a, a a complete understanding of the core mechanics of this game yeah um, the, all the shit that they added on top of that, like yeah, all your ultra abilities, hand. ultra hand so and much. recall and all this stuff. Yeah. It's a lot. But, so, and we were talking about this. I, again, I'm sorry if you don't like games, okay? <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I'm not sorry. I don't give a shit. We'll talk about it for like a couple minutes here. Um, But I've gotten to this point where my age mentally is far beyond the visuals of the game but the mechanics of the game are so rock solid but i'm like so what i'm trying to say is is 
I'm playing a really fun playing game that looks like it's a, a kid's show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the analogy that I gave you earlier was is like eating a really delicious cake that looks like shit. <laughs> or it's like eating a really delicious cake that looks like it's for like a 10-year-old's birthday party. And I'm 30. I don't belong at a 10-year-old birthday party. <laughs> so it's like, yo, this is the fucking sickest birthday party. Yeah. And then the parents are looking at me like, where's your kids? I'm like, I'm not here for them, man. Look, look what you can do with your hand, dude. It's like, I'm supposed to be an adult, right? And not play zelda yeah but the game is fun as fuck bro the yep. mechanics are really enjoyable the map is fun to explore uh i like i still haven't i've just scratched the surface on the underground stuff but now i feel like i'm finally like really filling in the world mm -hmm. and thankfully my career is not tanking or anything i have that balance nice but still, I'll show you my smile. I'm, I'm, you know, after after last week's episode of me yelling at people for screen time. <laughs> now, to be fair, I'm not on my phone scrolling my yeah. life away. Mm -hmm. At least it is my wind down time. Yeah. I've lived a purposeful day. This you're doing this in replace of scrolling. Correct, which is what I've always done. Really, yeah. I grew up with video games and all yeah. shit, which is what everybody's done. Mm -hmm. It's like after you after you're done playing outside, you go inside and then fucking play video games or do whatever. You know, yeah. hang out with your siblings or your family. Uh, well, you used to, but now your phone is your family. You know, your phone is your siblings. Yeah. Literally, you're talking to your siblings through your phone. Sometimes the, the family's in the same house talking to each other through the phone. Yep. That's creepy. It is. That's creepy. <laughs> also, don't leave ever yeah. again. Let's, yeah. Don't make sure your family doesn't have stuff planned on. This is more important than that, man. It's not. I'm happy you had stuff to do. It's just when you're not here, I don't have any grounding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the live wire. Ah! And um, yeah, maybe I'll bully you a little less because I appreciate you just that much more. Go fuck yourself. Thank you. <laughs> namaste namaste uh let's get into the actual podcast shit this week uh that's a fun little intro for the, for for the week welcome back my guy uh let's do some show recaps we still haven't brought in the sound machine i bet you have it don't you i do i fuck yeah I, this has literally been every week you have it yeah all right next week <laughs> yep all right and then we get high we should do a checklist for before we get high <laughs> Like for when right when we meet up, yeah. like we do a checklist for the show itself. Yeah. Why not for our life? <laughs> I think about this all the time. Why don't I just have a, a daily life checklist? You know what I mean? Like that's because I feel like that's a lot. It's too much. It's you're trying to you're trying to control the chaos. Yeah. Chaos will naturally find its balance, you know? Yes. Like it will naturally smoothen out. Mm-hmm. You know this. I'm yes. talking to a chaos being yes. here. This is why I don't have a checklist. <laughs> Correct. Like, and and honestly, I think, like, your your brain, your subconscious, it knows, bro. Mm -hmm. So, like, even though rhythmically you might be doing the same thing daily, you know, like, you brush your teeth, you this and that and stuff. Yeah. You always are brushing. Like, the most important stuff kind of always gets done, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. 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 Now, if you really have memory problems, 
<laughs> like that's another issue. Yeah. But if you have like you know a healthy functioning fucking brain. Yeah. 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 To, I I and for me obviously I can't speak to everybody but I find that usually the most important shit. But I'm also taking a lot of lines main lately too, so I'm like boosting my memory, you know. And I'm fucking with cordyceps. Fuck with, you know, adaptogenics, mushrooms. They're 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 brain stimulants. They're brain food. And and no, I'm not just talking about magic mushrooms. I'm again, I will I will I will gladly push mushrooms on people that aren't psychedelic, because mm-hmm. wow, the benefit is crazy. If you go to the gym and you take pre workout. Like a friend of mine put me onto these fucking these cordyceps, bro. Why? Why even take pre workout? The level of focus that I have when you just like take a little bit of the cordyceps mushroom, bro. It's in it's insane, and it doesn't feel like dirty, like because it's not a high or anything. It's like it feels like limitless almost to a degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whereas that like. But even that is a myth. Like you access, you use your whole fucking brain. It's just you're not using it all at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like you only access ten percent of your brain. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Your whole brain is active. What are you talking about, bro? Different What a weird way to anyways, bro. I'm getting <laughs> comedy. It's a comedy podcast. It's comedy, comedy. Do 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 do. So uh I did a few shows, but I can only remember one because that's <sighs> I needed to dial it back just a little now. Didn't do it in time. I like went so scattered and off the rails. I'm like, yeah, I just did a show yesterday. That's what I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, that show. Uh, shout outs to Different Nights. If you are in the GTA, uh, if you're in Southern Ontario, this guy's actually got shows all over Ontario. Uh, Different Nights on social media. D-F-R-N-T-N-G. HTS, I'm pretty N-I-G-H-T-S? sure. I'm pr- is it, it just NGHTS? It might. It might be NIGHTS. It's different nights. Go to me, okay? <laughs> Go to AKA Black Zeus and just look at like literally they're tagged and all the. There's a bunch of different nights posters, uh, listed on my on my page. Um, but either way, bro, if I'm on the show or not, go to those shows. Um, yeah, shout out to Izzy, bro. That guy. Fire shows, fire shows. Um, had a great time. And I think this was the third set of mine in this. Bro, so, so I, I've said this before on the podcast already. It's been almost, it's been like half a year since my comedy special. Almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It is done now. I know I mentioned it. Uh, it'll probably be coming out at the end of summer. Um, that's my goal. Cause again, like I mentioned before, go out and have a summer. I'm not going to release shit and then try and keep you guys indoors. Why would I even try and compete with the sun? First of all, I love the sun. If I love the sun, that means most people love the sun and it was gone for months. And a lot of people have sadness and the sun changes that. So like, go be happy, enjoy, be with people. And then we'll all come back in the fall when it's just starting to get a little cozy We'll all get in front of a TV or a monitor together, and we'll watch a bunch of really fun shit, uh, which also gives me and Dante and other friends um, a lot more time to just not just make sure that that's really enjoyable stuff for you guys, but like there's a ton of it. Because everything is, you need to, 
I have to release, I have to release, it is the algorithm, I have to release Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I have to release every day, my life has been released, I release my life to the algorithm, I will release every day so that I become successful in the digital age, I am not a dinosaur, doo dee doo dee doo this is a robot Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a scale of one to ten, how cringe was that? And then how cringe was me saying cringe? I give it a two. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bitch, bro. I love it. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, Edibles. Uh, So, yeah. uh, And what I'm saying is, to get back on track, uh, I was showing Dante the set earlier. I might even take out a clip yeah. from the set and put it at, at the beginning. Now that I said it on the podcast, I will take out a clip of the set and put it at, at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, so you guys know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. But I've hit this point where like, me and the audience, there's such a synergy between me and my audiences. Uh, there's a lot of honesty a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but then I'm just, I'm just like, I'm not even necessarily going up with a full set list anymore. And this is what I was describing to Dante earlier, but um, I have so many jokes and then I have so many new jokes in the works and stuff. But I think the challenge has now become for me, okay, I can go up on stage with a curated set list and be like, I'm going to work through this and this and this and this. And then I stopped doing that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go up with half of a structured set list and then also have a bunch of jokes that I'm working on. And so it's more freeform. Now, it's just like, bro, I don't even need to really separate the the, the thought. I don't need to make time to be like, what am I going to do? I've literally been walking into high-pressure situations, like starting with the Just for Laugh showcase because mm-hmm. I'm just trusting myself more, bro. I'm 12 years in, nigga. And the reactions that I'm getting and the opportunities that have been popping up for me and the, like, bro, I just, like, my level of honesty, I know exactly where I'm at and what's around the corner. Like, like, I'm just trusting myself more to the point where it's like, bro, just go up and do what I know I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. And that is literally limitless what i know i'm capable of is limitless so every time i'm going up it's like i don't think any one audience within the last three years literally three years bro and that's me being fucking you know what i'll even i'll even scale it back i'll say a year and a half because really it's flipped like a, a switch has been flipped in the last year and a half to where I don't think any one audience I've performed for has had the same experience, but I've told the same jokes mm-hmm. and I've gotten like belly laughs to to deep level thinking, mm-hmm. to quiet awkwardness, to the whole range of human experience. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, nigga, I'm literally becoming a master at this shit. And again, this isn't no ego stroke, bro. Like if I was shit, I was shit. Um, but I'm not, so I, I, like, why even talk that way? 
<laughs> I'm going to be modest for who? For you, the internet? <laughs> Call me shit in the comments. <laughs> I don't give a shit, nigga. What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, that's show recaps. Uh, let's get back into the groove of the show with a weekly segment we do here called Poll Results. If you are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. If you are recurring, welcome back, beautiful people. It is time for Poll Results. Every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, I am aka Black Zeus, aka B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S. If you're American, Z-E-U-S. <laughs> you see what I did there, nigga? Get it? Yeah. Yeah, Z Z Z Z Z. Because we're the same, but we're different. Anyways, every Monday I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for the entire day, and then Wednesday, me and Dante uh, discuss the results. Uh, and this week's poll question was: If you listen to last week's episode, um, which, to be honest, not that many people did, and I and I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with it because literally the episode before, I'm like. Nigga, go have a summer and come back whenever you feel like it. Then literally the next week, less people show up. I'm not even mad, bro. And most people on a social media platform would be like, oh my fucking God, my career is that aha. I was talking to a comedian about this at, at my show yesterday, Joey Harlem. Shout out to Joey. But it's like, a podcast is nothing to me, bro. I've been doing comedy for 12 years. I ate shit in front of nobody. Like most people do not have the balls to stand on a stage and eat their balls for nobody, for like the bar back and shit and other comics mm -hmm. for years on end until you just figure it out. Like how the fuck am I going to be intimidated by low viewership on social media? Suck my dick, low viewership, bro. I'm the only viewership I need, nigga. As crazy as that sounds, because as long as I'm supporting myself and like putting out something I'm proud of, people will gradually come to it and like, and it's better that they come to it like when there's not as much stuff happening in the outside world. Let's go outside world. So way to go, low viewership count. But you know, don't forget me though. Don't let that be a thing either. That's I, I, you know, I have a point to all this. Go live your life, but then I am a part of your life. Remember, we're family now, and you are the beautiful people. So love you, and we're here. <laughs> uh, so this week's poll question. Based off of uh, last week's episode conversation to myself, because you weren't here, I found an amazing mechanic on a Sunday. I had to get my brakes done. I went to Crappy Tire. Um, they quoted me like a certain amount on the phone. Okay. And I showed up and it was like $1,200. I'm like, bro. And then I ended up just going to buy the parts myself and finding a mechanic, taking a risk, and then finding like probably my new mechanic uh so like 350 and that's because it was a sunday cost you know what i mean because yeah. realistically i could have gotten for cheaper had i planned it ahead and gone out of town to my regular mechanic but for a sunday last minute hail mary and then this guy also told me i didn't need to do my backs he opened them up and greased them up because i have drums i don't have uh, yeah so he greased them up he greased your brakes well <laughs> like when you have drums in the back you uh um, i don't know I, yeah I like <laughs> like your brakes are the right like the like there's a padding system but like that's the front pads and calipers and shit if you you some people have calipers in the back but there's brakes and discs okay and then like that that's a whole mechanism within itself like yeah. so i have these big ass drums and then when you open them up there's like a whole fucking mechanism in there okay 
And so that was kind of seizing up. Mm -hmm. So he had to grease that shit up. Oh, okay. And now butter. My car runs like butter. Yeah. And and he gave me the parts back unopened. So I went back to the store that day. He saved me a, a ton of cash, bro. Yeah. So that led to me asking the poll question. I, I came up with it live, like live, pre-recorded on the episode. <laughs> but uh, what's easier to find? An honest and good mechanic or... A healthy relationship. These were the two choices. Once again, this week's poll question was, what's easier to find? An honest and good mechanic or a healthy relationship? Before we get to the results, what do you, A, what do you agree with? What mm -hmm. do you align with most? Yeah. And then what do you think? Did you already see the results? Um, I looked at it like what, as we we're putting it in. So you know the results. I don't remember them, actually. Okay. But I, I, gonna, I saw the, this but is, I don't know. We're but. going on the honor system right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I live off of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what do you... what do you? Uh... Me personally, from what I know about mechanics, right? You added a caveat to, to this poll question, right? So you have a me an honest You're and a gearhead. good mechanic. No, I'm not a gearhead. Oh. Right? That I, I don't know many mechanics. You're gearhead adjacent, though. Yes. You have you have people in your life that are yeah. like big into cars and stuff. Yes. Does that knowledge rub off on you? Like, do you know basic car knowledge? I would say I know more than most people. Okay. Right? Um, and you would know how to scope out a good or bad mechanic. Well, so this is my point. I think most mechanics are just crooks. They no. might be a good mechanic, but they're not honest. Okay. Right, because they 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 need that extra money, so they like. Well, that know. I like that you say this. I see where you're going with this, and that is actually part of the reason why I did put honest in there. I know, because <laughs> just to say a good mechanic versus a healthy relationship, yeah. like no, an honest and good mechanic. Yeah, because I felt like because that guy gave me my brakes back. Yes, exactly. He could have just put them on and charged me more. Yep. You know what I mean, like. Yep. But yeah. So to 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 this point, I think it's easier to find. A healthy relationship that it is an honest and good mechanic you, you might find you know you might have a, a relationship with a mechanic or whatever but they still might be like jipping people on the sides or whatever mm. you know but to find like a proper someone that could do your brakes and not overcharge you or anything yeah you know what i mean like that's on a sunday bro. on a sunday you know last minute bro you know, on a sunday that's bro. the lord's day that's bro. any given sunday bro oh bro, this guy was muslim come on you ain't finding no catholic christian yeah i bro i pulled up the garage was immaculate it was clean mm, bro uh yeah. i i gave him a shout out on damn is the card on the table there no i'm a bad i'm bad at this um damn, i don't even want to say a name because it's going to be the wrong name and someone else is going to get the shout out i will continue to shout this guy out yeah but um yeah if you're in the hamilton area it was in the hamilton area so um what was I saying? Healthy relationship. Something about it. But I, I agree with you 100%. What do you think most people agreed with? The thing is, I think a lot more people think that every time they go to a mechanic, they're not getting gypped, right? So they probably think that, oh, I don't have many good relationships in real you think life. they they think they're not? I would think most people think they are getting gypped. I think people don't naturally know. when you think mechanic, you're thinking you're getting ripped off. I don't know. I th I think people like don't know because 
I know sometimes they'll literally tell me things that I need, and then I'll ask my brother, is, is this even a real problem? They're like, those two parts aren't even in part of the same car. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like they'll do shit like that to me. You Yo, know what I mean? Bro, so, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. They're yeah. like, oh, we got a sucker here. Exactly. That's hilarious. Um, so I definitely agree that I think it's easier to find a healthy relationship. It was really fun to watch this poll like I I know that they're starting to pick up traction the poll results uh -huh. and stuff because yeah. there's a lot more interaction on yeah. them now and yeah. a lot more people are voting which is yeah. great because now you get a greater under, like understanding of where people read like this is a newspaper poll yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like this is election wishes they could do this that's hilarious that's <laughs> hilarious yeah because they're always asking some random horseshit left and right fucking red tie blue tie <laughs> um. But it went back and forth, bro. Mm. Like this one went back and forth, and then I had people DMing me. Really? Yeah, and I and I agree with like they're like I can't wait. Like I want to hear how toxic and all this shit some of the people are that say a healthy relationship is harder to find because mm. that says more about you. That's what I was saying, and that's because if you're if you're the one that's like I can trust the mechanic, like. And you, you can't, the only person left for you to trust is a mechanic, bro. bro. And once you get older, you realize, bro, it's not that there's all these unhealthy people out there. It's just like our our way of looking for relationships and shit are often unhealthy or mm -hmm. we're unhealthy. And then that's what we attract. So it's like to say that it's harder to find a healthy relationship yeah. kind of more speaks to you as a person, I would imagine. And maybe like that be a starting point mm -hmm. before you know you go and blame the world type deal yeah that's that's how i personally feel it, about it because that's how i operated when i was out of like in my bitch state when i was younger bro it's like everything is like nothing is my problem you know what i mean <laughs> i have no traumas nigga what is, even is trauma i have no anger issues and shit when i was younger it's like nigga i'm a hippie compared to the the young fucking angry ass but to be fair like, had I had some proper guidance, I'm pretty sure I would be in the UFC right now, bro. Really? I'm not even... I've told you, but, like, the level... I thought you would have been WWE, though. No, because I loved real... Once I found UFC, uh, dude, I had fought. Like, okay. even though I was watching wrestling as a yeah. kid, I personally was fighting in my okay. real life. Gotcha, gotcha. And that came from all this aggression and shit. True. You know? So wrestling was an outlet, yeah. But I didn't have somebody to be like, go to the gym. Mm. Like, take this out on that. Yeah. And then train through, train properly. Cause like I went to karate, I went to Taekwondo, but those are North American bulls. Like, yeah, they're Filipino. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and I know what you mean. Karate. They but call it's like, them like when you're learning jokes. from white dudes, like you're, you're not really learning the actual martial arts, mm -hmm. I, I think. I, nah, I don't wanna be that general, but you know what I mean. I Especially karate in the 2000s and 90s. That's like, come on, bro, it was a fad. It was a fad. Um, and I made it deep, mm -hmm. deep ish. I think I got like yellow. That's not deep. Brown somewhere. I got somewhere with karate. Not brown belt for sure. I didn't get brown belt. Nah. That's like close to black, That's isn't like it? The one right before black. Black. Okay. I didn't get brown. No, no, <laughs> not even. I went close. there for one year. I was like, oh, no, 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 I wasn't there for <laughs> No, karate I did for a few years. Taekwondo, I think I did for one. Okay. Yeah, but even then, I couldn't even tell you the color, like the system on Taekwondo. Yeah. I don't even. <laughs> but I'm getting too far away from it, anyways. But like, it's all excuses, bro. Yeah. Like it's all excuses. Just work on yourself, and and then everything kind of becomes easier, mm -hmm. you know, because it becomes easier to spot. It's like, oh, that person's not what I'm looking for, and you stop yourself up front, which is fucking hard. 
when like bro i spent a lot of time whoring bro to like override that to actually start to think about like bro i could be further ahead i should be further ahead da, 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 da. like all this time i lived in toronto for how long and i fucked off the 30 minute mark are we at the 30 minute mark by chance 38 38 okay i thought you were typing that and i was trying to be all psychic and shit but now i just derailed the the podcast <laughs> so anyways the results yeah um anyway yeah I, that's my diatribe for that but let's take a look at the results uh oh it was close bro that was really close most people think it's easier to find an honest mechanic um but only by 54 percent 54 versus 46 percent so i'm telling you it was back and forth at yeah. one point it was 50 50 mm. It was really fun, bro, because it was the first time I had seen like a really close one, Back like yeah, all yeah. day, just kind of shift. Yeah. And then somebody had messaged me and said, "Let's see how this ends, because it'll really speak to how many toxic people are out yeah. there." And and not that everybody of the forty six percent is toxic or whatever, but it's like, do think about why you align with that decision. Why do you think it is harder to find a healthy relationship, or or? Yeah, like, why do you think it's it's harder to find a healthy relationship? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because um... I think one thing, once again, if if you're if you just go to a Mister Lube, you're assuming you're going to an honest and good mechanic. I don't like it's. I get it, but I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that blanketed. You know, like well, Mister Lube, Canadian Tie. I, I I know what you mean, but because they're just brands, bro. I think people see. I think more people than not see through that now. You don't think so? No, not the everyday person. Yeah, right. Fair they don't enough. know anything about that. It's cars. hard for me to dispute that when you say that. Because they just go in. They don't yeah. know what's wrong. You know, they could say that you have this part. It's leaking. That guy, when I went to Crappy Tire, and, like, I wasn't mad, but I'm like, $1,200? Yeah. <clears throat> like... We had this kind of moment, and then I'm leaving. I'm like, bro, I can't pay twelve. Yeah. Like it doesn't, and I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm sorry, man, I got to go by the books. Like he he got like he gave me that like. It's just not get me. some people. It's not me, you. bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sorry, bro, I almost got you, but it's like he get that rope dope six to seven on the phone, and then yeah. turns into twelve. Yeah. And then I even told him like, take the parts out. I'll go buy the parts. He's like, that's not parts, man. That's labor. I'm like, that's labor. Yeah. Twelve hundred. And then they always guilt trip you too, because then they're like, "Oh well, if you we don't make these changes now, your car is a road hazard." Well, what's upsetting to me is that ultimately speaks to the greediness, which which isn't surprising. Mm -hmm. It just you know like, how much is the mechanic getting? Are they getting at least half of that? No, exactly. <laughs> so you're telling me, but they do, like they don't supply the tools, or maybe they do. But usually a mechanic has their own tools. If it's their own shop, yes. So I think... No, no, no. Like, even uh, even if it's... Um, I'm pretty sure if it's a garage, like, you still supply your own tool. Like, maybe. Maybe you're hiring... Because you have your own... Like, I've, I've known mechanics. Like, mm -hmm. I have friends that are mechanics and shit. Yeah. So it's like... They have, they their, have own their own set. Yeah. But uh, if you work... so, so if and, work, they, and at dealerships. Because like the Mac tool guys and all that stuff, all those like you ever see the tool trucks driving around? 
Mac tools and all like a Sparkle tools and all that no. stuff. I'm just giving shout outs to <laughs> like companies. big brand tool companies. But I see the trucks driving around all the time. They go from shop to shop. Yeah. And from the way it was described to me is they literally bring the tools around. They, like you uh, buy them from the from the guy. Like he's a wholesaler, not even a wholesaler, but he's like yeah. you direct source. He's a salesman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so you like you build up your own your own tool set. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this, but you know that was that was all right. That went good, and then it kind of just trailed out. <laughs> but that was this week's poll results, ladies and gentlemen. And we roll right along into another weekly segment. Uh, now that Dante has returned, we can do it again. It's called pause. It's called <laughs> it's called Dante's Inferno. Uh, this segment of the show is where Dante brings a couple weird, interesting, philosophical, goofy, crazy, scary random pieces from uh the zeitgeist whatever's happening out there in culture land and uh, you know we bring it to the podcast and try and be relevant <laughs> this is this is my attempt at being relevant <laughs> so this kind of piggybacks on our last dante's inferno with the um cosmetic surgeries because okay. i find this just to be hilarious for some reason <laughs> uh give me one second Turn the speaker up. All right. So basically, this lady is just talking about her experience getting cosmetic surgery. Ooh, ooh. You're getting lazy, nigga. You're bringing no, this shit it's, again? It's, it's, it's two tabs coming in. <laughs> the reality of getting your lip filler when you have small lips to begin with. Who's this for? She's the one getting lip fillers. She's obviously the reality of getting lip filler when you have small lips to begin with. They're done. That's really funny. Nothing happened. I just paid $350. Yo, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I insane. What'd you think? You were going to like be a black woman or something? I don't understand. What do people think? What do people think is happening? <laughs> so, so that was just you know. Yeah, these people. Thin bird lip white lady. Yeah. Um, who wasn't thin herself, but she was thin lipped, yes. thin bird lips. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just digging a hole, bro. <laughs> She was all excited because she was getting lip filler. And then $50. I like that part. I like that someone hustled her out of $350. <laughs> I kind of do, bro. Because that needs there needs to be some sort of karmic balance for for goofy thinking like this. Oh my god, I'm so excited. My lips, I have thin lips, so I'm excited to have big lips. What do you mean, bro? How about how about you love yourself? Yeah. You know, I think that's ultimately. And this is like, <laughs> like, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know. Like, I can't go into her shit. Mm-hmm. But like, who is this for? Is she blasting out to millions of people or? Well, this is the thing. This is the thing with TikTok. And I think this is part of one of the issues. Because when people like post to TikTok, it's just like, hey, TikTok. It's yeah. Like a, like a general type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, she's like, hey, like, I'm so excited to 
get lip filler, and then this is the end result. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't want... It's just sadness, bro. To me, it's just all... This all stems from lack of self-love, as as mm. whack and lame as that sounds, bro. Like, you don't even... You, you, you should have self-love. You don't have to call it self-love. But you should just, like, accept yourself and you're like you're good everybody's like great as you are man yeah you know what i mean if it all comes from within there's no there's no external source that can like make or break you other than you mentally physically emotionally and like you know we all battle things like mentally and like physiologically and shit you know what i mean chemical imbalances and all this stuff is like I don't, know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not no doctor, no psychiatrist, no, no none of that. I just know that I've had a really hard existence. But somehow, my smile is beaming, you know? So, something worked for me. <laughs> yeah. And all I can say is that, which worked for me, and that was just to look in the mirror and be brutally honest with myself and face the sadness initially so that it didn't continue to pile up and turn into baggage, which would eventually turn into a midlife crisis, which would eventually or potentially lead to a bunch of horrible and awful, irreversible things, man. Like, so I'm just, I'm just grateful for that, bro. My hardships did not take me under. And, you know, as hard as life may seem, bro. We're all going through this shit and it's it's no one asked for it. It's it's not easy, but at the same time, it's not hard, man. It's all a matter of perspective. And I know that that's very general. I know that there's obviously a lot of really awful experiences to be had in this in this world. And like, it's not easy to get over shit. Um, that's where like community or like self-love, man. Yep. Like, I don't know. For me, it came through isolation, and I think that's the only way it really does work. You just got to isolate yourself, learn to love yourself and respect yourself first and foremost, and learn to not give a fuck about that external. And then, once you have, like, a good base, then kind of reintroduce yourself into the into the wild, I think. Again, I'm not, no nothing. This is just a comedy podcast. <laughs> that was great. I like that. That went into something really, uh, really nice. Yeah. Now let's fuck it up with USC testosterone, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> it's hot. It's getting hot in the studio. We've been here for a minute. I could tell. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're not into fight talk or any of that shit, this is not the part of the podcast for you. And I will say I love you. Peace, peace. If you are down for some UFC preview, we got a fight being uh, broadcast from Canada, live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It's UFC 289 preview, uh, Nunez versus Aldana. Um, so Nunez is back in, she's the lower weight class, no? She this went, is 135, yeah. She went back down, mm -hmm. okay. Um, so we'll do a quick little preview. Let's just do the main card. Okay. 
Uh, I do not really, I never really care about previewing the other stuff. Although I'll watch it. You've gotten me more interested in watching the undercard now. Yeah. Be, like a lot of good fights are in the undercard. Some of the most exciting. I'll fights. watch the prelims, but I won't watch like the prelim prelims. What's the difference? I know you're not wrong. <laughs> time though, it's time commitment. Okay. It's a that's, long time commitment. That's fair. Bro. It's a long time commitment. That is, I will get it from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Like, that's a pretty. I got to get a nap in if I even want to try and make it through to the end of the fucking yeah. main event. Um, but yeah, so here's the main card. Okay. Uh, so, we, okay. Ooh, yeah, you already. Ooh, my bad, bro, my bad. My it's bad. all good. I got excited. <laughs> man, once again, man, UFC putting on these main events where the co main event is like way more exciting to me. But we'll get there in a minute. Let's preview. The main event, uh, the champion, the double champ, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know much about Aldana, to be honest. She's ranked number five mm -hmm. in the bantamweight division. What, what, what's Dante's, Dante's corner? All right. So basically, off top, I'm picking Nunes, <laughs> to be fair, right? Yeah, it's hard. Um, but I will say, Irene, she, aside from Amanda Nunes in 135, I would say like she's probably been like one of my favorite fighters to watch. Does just, she have a chance? She has I a, mean every fighter has she, a chance, but, but she has a, she has a puncher's chance cuz she has really good boxing, right? Okay. She's from Mexico's got that, you know, forward pressing style, boxing style. Do you notice like Dana's really pushing Mexico right now, eh? Well, there's Mexican champion. Oh, I love it. I'm not upset. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying like he's like anybody who Mexican right now, if you're a fighter, bro, it's your time to shine. Get over there and, and win yeah. yourself a title. Cause yeah, we need more Jamaican titles too. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? Regardless. So we had that moment with Africa, but they didn't go to Africa. I know he's trying to, but I don't know. Well, I mean, we still have Izzy. You know? Yep. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah. So you okay? So you're going to Amanda Nunes off top. Yeah. What round and how? Okay. This is bonus picks. Bonus picks. I'm. I'm honestly, this could end first round submissions. Shit. Like, We'll see how Amanda comes out because I think her submission game will destroy Irene's anything. But you think her. immediately she goes just to take her down? She's not playing games. Why does she have to play games? Well, because last the last couple of fights, I don't know. She's been kind of playing games. Exactly. <laughs> so is she in that frame of mind, or is she coming to be like, "Hey, I'm Amanda Nunes." I think she's. I'm Amanda Nunes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm from Brazil. I'm from Brazil. Um, but Brazil, I, so. I shouldn't do this because she will whoop my ass. Yeah. Um, but I can also see her knocking her out as well. Okay. So I can see that happening early in the fight. All right. But if it goes later on and Irene keeps her boxing crisp and doesn't get knocked out. Yeah. You know, fourth and fifth round, her striking might still be clean enough to where she can get like a knockout later on or like a tko okay because we have seen amanda tire and slow down as the fight progresses so all right that was good analysis thank you dante yeah. let's preview the co-main event <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's time for the co-main event of the evening fighting out of brazil what i don't know what color corner he is but um red corner bruh charles Oliveira versus benil dariush did I say his name right? Yep. Benil? Benil? Yep. There yeah. it is. I know it's Dariush, but mm -hmm. I always F up his first name. You said Irene. That made me. Irene. Irene. I don't they, know. They pronounce it something. I know. I don't know. I'm not Mexican, Mexican, so you got to give me some slack here. <laughs> but um, but holy shit, bro. Dariush has been on a tear. Yes. Oliveira is an absolute gorilla. I don't care that like he's had a couple, you know, 
scuffs on the on the resume. As of after having become the champion, those scuffs don't count. You know what I mean? Like he's a champ. Yeah, you. He's and he lost to, and the guy he lost to, like he lost every, to Islam. Everybody's gonna lose to him for a while. Yes, you know, even um, Volk, even which, even who Volk. Like even Volk lost it. Yeah, Volk is like, and Volk gave him a run for his money, he bro. Yep. He came, damn, bro. He came down to the judges. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, yo, I I personally want to say Oliver. Oliver's ranked number one. Yeah. But he's not champ. No, but he's the number one contender. Oh, fair enough. Oh yeah, champ is not ranked. You're just yeah. the, you are the guy. Yeah, it's champ. Fair enough. And then it's Look at me, champ. And then it's number one contender. Is there an interim <laughs> champ in the lightweight? I don't know. I'm not off the top of my head. Probably 145. No, it's Islam. What are we talking about? There's no interim. It's so just yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or is Chandler fighting 155? Or that's 170. Regardless. Oh, they just started um, the show. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. You think we actually see that fight? Yes. Chandler versus McGregor? All right. I think so. That'll be fun, but will it? It'll make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> I, that's not what I asked. That's a given. That's a given. <laughs> um, all right. We got... Oh, damn, bro. I don't know with this one. This one's hard. It's hard for me to not say Oliveira. Yep. Like, but I, I've seen more of him. But what I've seen of Dariush, like, this guy always impresses me. I don't know. You would know better. Let's go to Dante's Corner. <laughs> so this one's super hard because me personally, the way I look at it, I see Oliveira as, like, a more refined Dariush, right? So, like, I think his striking is probably cleaner and his, his jiu-jitsu is probably cleaner. But his eyesight. Yeah, it's not as good. So, you know, <laughs> but somehow maybe I give it to Benio off eyesight, but somehow he's able to win all those fights. Well, the thing is, when you're doing jujitsu, yeah. you don't need your eyes because you're feeling. Your That's really funny. What you, how you said that? Like, I just love how you, you don't need your eyes. You, <laughs> you said don't. So, you said it so cash. Like, well, eh. the people that do jujitsu know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm. One time I was doing it, I was so tired, dude. I, I couldn't even open my eyes. I'm just like, let me just feel around it, you know. But I'm I'm sure when people are so good, they don't need to use their eyes because they can just feel everything. You know what I mean? So huh. even even in striking, with Charles is striking because he does the Muay Thai and it's yeah. real close, and he's grabs you behind the neck and hitting you with a. You don't really need to see like you can. He's he can see like figures and it's blurry, mm-hmm. but it's like you can feel like okay, if his head's here, I throw my elbow this way. You know, I'm hitting something at least. I'm hitting something. <laughs> uh, so who's winning? <sighs> this one's hard. Okay. This is what I'll say. Don't I, go long. I won't go long. I, I, I won't die. I'm like, I can feel it. I can feel it. Like, ah, this, <laughs> this guy just. I'm like, I really, I really want to get okay. out of here soon. <laughs> so this is what I'll, I'll make this really quick. I'm, I'm a little bit biased only because I think um, Charles Oliveira like almost jumped the line even though he didn't really because he fought who he needed to fight to win yeah but i also wanted to see benil get a title fight before charles even did you oh know interesting I'm, because dude benny's been a, or benil he's been around for time you know what i mean like he's one of those guys that like a lot of people don't know but he's been like he fought edson barbosa and like all these guys you know what i mean like holy shit um yeah but he lost edson but regardless <laughs> Um, I've he, been wanting, but to he see, was around to fight Barboza. Yeah, yeah. and um, 
So yo, look at Oliver's tats, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's wild. This guy's got a series of like portraits across his entire, <laughs> like from shoulder, from right shoulder, almost stretching. I'm sure he's got one more plan for his left shoulder blade there. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, let's just like scroll down real quick. All right, let's scroll down. I, I like uh, any of these guys stand out to you? Scroll yeah, down. I got okay. So I'm, I, I'll say I'm picking Darius only because I wow because I want him to win. And if he's the underdog, he's a good underdog to bet on. Even because him and Charles are so similar. You know what I mean? Like they're almost kind of the same style, but huh. Charles is a little bit more refined. But if he's if Benil's the underdog. You, you might make some good money betting on him. Um, but I also think that Charles is also more likely to You win. notice the odds aren't there. Yeah, because it's too close to call it. Like, it's it's too close of a fight. You know what I mean? Like, like we kind of know Amanda News is most likely going to win on this one. But Benil and Charles is like, who who knows knows, you know? Wow, look, they're afraid to put the odds yes. out. Like They're saving that to, like, next week, Saturday. What a <laughs> bunch of assholes, bro. Let me make some money. Uh, Mike Malott, Canada boy, picking him. Okay. Um, Dan Ige, Nate Landwehr, going Dan Ige. Uh, Mark Andre Barrio versus Eric Anders. I'm going Mark Andre Barrio. Hey, there's some Canada boys on this card. Yeah, well, it's in Canada, so you gotta throw the squad. I forgot. In. I forgot that entirely. <laughs> I forgot that entirely. Ooh, can we just talk about this one real quick, please? This is a banger alert on the prelims. <laughs> All right, real quick. Khalil Roundtree Jr. versus Chris Dacus. Oh, Roundtree. That's what I'm saying. Banger alert. <laughs> Ring the bells. This Banger is how alert. they get people to watch the, the early prelims. Yeah. They have to put at least one. Bro, even Chris Curtis, he's fight. He's a good guy, too. Um, but yeah. He looks familiar, but I know Roundtree. I, I've seen him fight a few times. Dude stomped the guy's knee out. Like, mid-fight, just <laughs> curb stomped the knee. That's, I like that Ugh. I know And on that note <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen This has been Black Zeus The podcast <laughs> Season 4 Episode 17 Knee Stomp uh, No I'm definitely not <laughs> no, Naming not it Knee Stomp That was wild That's wild But um, thank you beautiful people For being here We are here as always Every Wednesday uh, poll, re poll results Ladies and gentlemen Welcome To the end of the episode Where I keep fucking shit up Poll questions every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, a.k.a. Black Zeus. The, the shit scrolls at the bottom of the screen every couple minutes. Uh, Dante, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Person1Prod, P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, P-R-O-D, on Instagram. Dope. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we are... Uh... <laughs> We'll be back next week, yo. It's starting to get hot. The edibles wore off. <laughs> like, it, what a strong start to an episode to just trail. Um, but I love y'all. Thank you for being here. And hopefully we'll see you once again. Peace, peace. Dude.